Welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. Whether you work for government or industry, we're here to help you understand just a little bit more about how the other side thinks. This episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition. Skyway gives you context from former contracting officers, just-in-time training in the government market, and consulting to solve your unique puzzles. Visit AskSkyway.com to learn more. Today, we're talking about how the government finds vendors and how industry can stand up and be found. Let's get started. Market research is a really broad term. It includes everything from Google searches all the way up to a draft RFP and everything in between. You got requests for information, pre-proposal conferences, industry days, and all kinds of stuff you can call market research. Today, we're going to talk about one specific technique that the government can use for market research, and it's called a sources sought synopsis. And I had to say that very slowly because it's a bit of a tongue twister, sources sought synopsis. Before we talk about the tongue twister, let's stop and say thanks. Yeah, thanks to Burton Manning, Ray Walton, Ann Moss, and Stephanie McCoy for actively liking and sharing our content on LinkedIn. Yes, thanks to all of you for sharing the content and telling other people about the podcast. And now on to the topic for today. What is a sources sought synopsis? It's an early and general market research tool. And general in that what it's asking is saying, hey, can anyone do this? As in, are there any sources? Hence the term source, right? But it's not actually a guarantee that an RFP or anything will come out. The government is just doing some research to say, who can actually do this? Right. This is like when you're on a trip and you need to stop for a meal and you say, what do you want? Well, I think I'd like Chinese food. Are there any Chinese restaurants in the area? I'm searching for sources of Chinese food. There's an app for that. Right. This would be a source of sought app. Anyway, sorry, rabbit hole. The phrase sources sought synopsis doesn't actually appear in the FAR. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, well then where did it come from? The phrase sources sought actually appears in FAR 5.2, but it's specific to research and development. So there's there's no wonder that there's confusion about what's required in response to a sources sought synopsis versus what's required to respond to a request for information. Or even a notice about a, a set-aside. Like, what, what do you actually have to respond with? For the Department of Defense, their FAR supplement, the DFARS, requires the contracting officer to post a request for information or a sources sought notice prior to a sole source contract. So before they award to just one source, they have to actually reach out to the world and say, hey, can anyone else do this? Then you include the results, who responded, even if it's nobody, in your sole source justification document. Let's not get stuck in the details of how they do that. Or let's not get buried in all the different names for this type of market research. Let's focus on what it does and that is find sources for what you would like to acquire. And when, in the time zones, are you thinking about a source's sought synopsis or notice? It's in the acquisition time zones. It's during the market research zone, right? This is one market research technique that we're talking about. So tell me why it's so important to seek out sources for your requirements early in the process. It's a critical part of the market research process. Having an understanding of who can actually do this is huge. This is an ideal way that industry can communicate with government and influence or shape the government's overall acquisition plan. 
At this point in the process, the government wants lots of people to reply. Well, maybe not lots. You don't want a million replies that are irrelevant, but you want everybody that can possibly deliver what you would like to acquire. You want them to, to stand up and say, yes, I can do that. And you want them to tell you how they could do it so that you can narrow down the requirement, narrow down your acquisition plan so that you only get the people that do exactly what you're looking to do to actually submit a proposal. And the, the downside of these is, is if they're general, you end up with industry getting frustrated with how many they can re reply to because they can only reply to so many. So as a result, they don't reply to as many as they should because they don't see them being specific enough, which in the end means that they stop answering them, which means that a lot of them go unanswered or underanswered is one of the challenges the, that the government folks have. So the more targeted the government's sources sought notice is, the better results they'll get from industry. The reason you have to target is that there are so many of them. I, I did a search on FBO for sources sought and professional services, and I got 3,206 to reply to. So just, just in the, the narrowed down realm of professional services on FBO, there's over 3,000 posted. Correct. So the idea is you need to be targeting your agency, your target, your target customer, your target type of contract, all of, you know, and these are the things that, that government folks have to put in that source of sought. The more specificity you put in that source of sought, the more search terms industry can find and that you want them to find like, you know, 3.2 as opposed to 3,200 that they can reply to. So then I use those search terms. I cut it down to small business set-asides under a specific NAICS starting with 541, which is a professional services NAICS, and I got it down to 385. And then I cut it down to performance in Florida and I got it down to 11. Okay, 11 sources sought I can respond to. I as an industry person, right? So, so if you're a small business that is in professional services under whatever NAICS 541 specifies, and you're in Florida, there are currently 11 things that you could be responding to. That's a manageable number. So sources sought synopsis is, this is targeting from the government side, right? This is narrowing down the number of people getting so specific with saying, I want to buy exactly this, that industry is able to self-disqualify and say, yeah, that's not really for me. The more variables you add to your sources sought beyond just what the actual requirement is and what your agency does, the more specialized responses you'll get. And the more targeted responses you get, the more valuable the input is. This is really important for the government team. Because if you're getting too many proposals from unrelated or unqualified people, this may be the reason why. They don't have enough understanding of what you're specifically looking for. The sooner they can target through your sources sought, the sooner they can target the RFP. So by the time you get to the actual proposal phase, the right companies are responding. The other way this plays out is you're forcing industry to play the volume game by making a very general source of sought. And what you end up with is somebody out there doing the, the wind-up doll strategy. If I, just do, if I just respond to 500 of these sources sought, somebody will give me a contract. And that's, that's an ineffective process for both sides because it minimizes the amount of communication and maximizes the amount of paperwork. That's important from the industry side too. The government's trying to narrow it down so they only get the most qualified bidders to actually bid. From the industry side, you can't possibly – respond to every source of sought synopsis. You can't possibly bid on every single RFP that comes out. This goes back to your subtract then multiply concept, Kevin. 
narrow it down to the opportunities that you have the absolute best chance of winning and bid on those and you'll multiply your wins. And keep in mind, the government team wants your feedback. That's why they're putting out the sources sought, right? So, so when you respond by focusing on the few that are in your target market and, and in your weight class, you're actually giving them the most value and you're not wasting your time. And if you do this right, you can actually influence the government acquisition process. So at the beginning, they're looking broadly, sources that are capable of doing this. If you can convince them at that point to narrow the RFP down to really specifically describe what you do better than anyone else, then you even have a better chance of winning. This is one of your first opportunities to, to actually document why this award should go to you long before an RFP is even written. And the government wants and needs specific responses. I had one where I had 83 responses to my sources sought notice. 83, <laughs> I have time to get through. There were some good so, so you weren't real specific in what you were looking for right. if 83 companies said, I think I can do that. Yeah, and, and the specificity was lacking. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't awful. But you know, I, 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 there were ones I probably gotten, I would have gotten more than that. But the, the value of this is I would love to get like 10 because just like with proposals, the fewer great sources sought responses you get, the better. But they got to be great ones. You want to get a few awesome ones versus lots of average ones. It's the same thing when you get the proposal. And keep in mind that we're still in the market research zone. So you can have a lot more informal conversation based on what you get through the sources sought. The, the communication gates are still wide open during this zone. This is the time to have those open conversations versus during the RFP zone when, or source selection zone for that matter, when you everything's kind of locked down. And I want to add, let's not forget this isn't just for the purposes of making the acquisition process easier. This is to get better results for the mission, for whatever you're trying to acquire for the users. Faster process, more qualified companies means better outcomes for the mission in the end. Which is the purpose of the contract in the first place. I think that's a good place to wrap it up, Kevin. What do you have? So both sides want this to work well. On the government side... Target your sources sought, and, and for that matter, market research in general, to the specific requirement you need to meet. Be as specific as you can. Target like crazy. You want to target a certain kind of company. Imagine you're looking for you know the prize, right? That one company. Like if everybody that responds is like this company, I'm going to get great results. The more specificity you put in, the better, because you don't want to make them guess. This is the chance to get industry to help you shape the overall strategy to stuff they can actually do and do well. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just shaping to, to, so that only one company can do it. You want to shape it down to where there's maybe three companies that can do it instead of 83. Yeah, maybe the term shape has a, a bad connotation. But what I'm saying here is that the times that I did this wrong or I said, eh, well, I understand that they're saying this, but this is how I want to do it. And then once we got the contract in place, I should have listened to them because they're doing it. They're doing the work. They're serving my customer. So I want to make sure that they are – having some voice in how we put this together. And this is a very low risk, almost, I would say it's almost no risk. There's no risk in putting out a source of thought. And, and it's, it's the best way to communicate. Yeah, and I'd like to bust that myth that shaping is a bad term. A lot of times on the government side, they think of shaping as, as a, that, that term, like you said, could be a bad thing because they're shaping it towards only one company, sole source, send it to me, right? 
shaping is not a bad thing. It's actually what the government is trying to do too. They're trying to shape the acquisition so they get the fewest responses that still give them meaningful competition, but only responses from people that really have the best opportunity to win and perform and deliver. This is what industry wants too. We don't want to bid on a whole lot of things that we can't possibly win. We want to bid on the things that we have the most opportunity to win and perform. So before we start talking too much about shaping, let's just end it here. I'll talk to you later, Kevin. I'll see you, Paul. That's it for this episode of the Contracting Officer Podcast. Help us spread the word about the podcast by telling a friend that you listened today. Thanks for joining us. Well, it, the far wouldn't say in short. Well, far says must. Well, what was the other phrase? It said uh, must not hesitate. Far says all kinds of hard things. I, I don't think the far would say in short. Yeah, the far doesn't say anything short. <laughs> uh, now, I usually believe you when you use quotes. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Do we need an independent fact checker? Yeah, we will. <laughs> This is such an anchorman moment. He'll read anything that's on the chart. <laughs> <laughs>